Brenna. Hi, Maureen. Okay. Happy birthday, you old crone. Thanks. I I don't think we've ever actually recorded on one of our birthdays before. I don't know if we have. I think we had an episode come out on one of our birthdays, but... Yeah. I Today, the day of this recording, is your birthday. March 20th. It's the first day of spring. Easy to remember. I share my birthday with Mr. Rogers and oh, I think Shel Silverstein. Um, it's it's a it's on a cusp, so I'm actually on a Pisces Aries cusp. Um, oh, look at you! I know. I hang on. March twentieth birthdays. I'm not. I'm not actually sure about the Shel Silverstein one. I gotta go to famousbirthdays.com real quick. Okay. Holy crap, me and Baron Trump? I'm so sorry. We're gonna have to fight for the. Th- I don't know him. I mean. Actually, yeah, isn't he still a he's child? He's 16, so I don't like. He's got room to grow. Yeah. He's got oh. time to become a good person if he'd like. Ruby, Ruby Rose? Alright. There's some, like, other people that. Oh, Mr. Rogers, there he's is. Yeah. There's other people that uh, maybe. Tessa Violet, she's that YouTuber who does music now. I actually really like Tessa Violet's music, so. Yeah, I think she has a good voice. It's not like really, it's not music I really listen to, but. It's music I listen to. There's I there's some other young YouTuber. folk on here I I don't know. Um, there's, <laughs> a, there's a K-pop person, I believe. I don't, who's Cassidy Parker? She's number one. I've, oh, she's a YouTuber. Okay. Sorry. No, 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 <laughs> no know. offense. No, no shade we're just old and out of the loop who's king kenny he looks very excited he's from england oh he's the he's a cousin of tyler the creator oh he's a youtuber okay we're too old for this oh yeah i mean i know some youtubers oh wait wait, let's look at your birthday i know cat youtubers people who draw cats those that's it january 23rd was there anyone cool yeah okay hang on i'll look um Give me one cool person that I share a birthday with. Oh, bro, you got Mar Mars. Mar- I'm gonna, I'm gonna butcher her name real bad, but Marie Mar- Mariska Hardigay, the lady from Law and Order Special Victims Unit, the main cop lady. She's okay. She's really. I'm hot. sure she's great. Okay, okay, that's good. That's good. I'll take it. Hold on, hold on. John Hancock. You and John Hancock. All right. Like the like the founding father. Yeah. That's an anime yeah, I don't character. Know. John Hancock? No, sorry. <laughs> they might be a YouTuber. I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, there's just like a lot of... No, I not just... not anyone real good. No one I know. Like, I'm just, I have nothing against them. I just don't know them. Alright. No, I, I guess I'm the best person born on January 23rd. Yeah, there's like a foot, uh, like you a, heard a, it here, folks. a football slash, bi- there's Vsauce. I think he's a YouTuber. I don't know who that is. I don't, I, I don't, really I don't know any of these YouTubers. I'm too old. Um. Anyways, though, it's the first day of spring, which is like a great time. And it's your birthday, which is the best time. It's yeah. like, they, the fact that they coincide, it's like, oh. A new year yeah. for Brenda, the rebirth of the seasons. Mm-hmm. You my know? mom, my mom always says. So I was the only baby who didn't have issues right away when because my yeah. my brother was born a month early. My sister had like a um, she was really sick when she was born. 
So that was the only baby she got to hold. I think we maybe said this last year. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that was a whole year ago. Yeah. But. Anywho. Anywho. Do you have any stories you want to share? Or do you, have you read anything? I have not read anything. But I did take my girlfriend up to Port Angeles, which is where I used to live. So nice. I got to show my favorite person some of my favorite places. And How we cool. did see the cat colony out on the hook. Oh, my God. So we went Goodness. to Edith's Hook, and we looked at all the wild cats. And it was really fun. They were that's, very cute. That's a beautiful date. It really was. And we went and found a bunch of rocks, and I got my feet really wet because the waves hit me. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, not wet feet, but seeing the rocks. No, the wet feet wasn't nice, but then I then I just gave up and uh, was like, all right, feet can get wet. I can find my girlfriend some cool rocks. <laughs> she likes like, cool well, rocks. Yeah. Team wet socks. Might as well yep. embrace yep. it. May as well commit. I suppose that was cold. I have been reading something new. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, I recently purchased, um, it's a collection of shor- short stories by Diana Wynne-Jones. She's my favorite author. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still in the library binding, um, so, like, there's some not-so-great stickers. I'm actually kind of bummed the library binding definitely, like, ruined the cover. That's actually really cool. Aww. Um, but it's called Believing is Singing, um, and it's seven short stories um, that she oh. either wrote for a, a other collections, or she just happened to write them and they ended up in other collections. Um, and they're, you know, fantasy slash, uh, science fiction in her, in middle grade, it's very much in her wheelhouse. The first one was, uh, pretty good called the Sage of Fear. And it was about like, it's obviously very much based in, um, Greek and Roman mythology where this guy is born to literally undo the gods by questioning like why why do gods exist so all the people will start questioning the gods so the gods are like we, ha- we gotta make sure that this kid doesn't get born and by them <sighs> doing that they literally make sure it happens um love that kind of thing so it's it's good the thing i like about diana Wynne jones is her ability to take um known uh fables and fairy tales kind of spin them on their head and point out what's ridiculous about them sad priorities are in them without it being like eh? yeah eh? like without it being like dumb eh, eh. Uh, yeah you know she doesn't do great when it's uh not western <laughs> stuff she what? did not do great with her eastern uh like fable interpretations but we can't win them all can't yeah uh let's Let's roll out, Decepticons. Let's roll out. Because I remember heart. And I tangled tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? Autobots roll out. I panicked. Well, I panicked. I couldn't remember Autobots because I had already. We're the messed... Decepticons now. I know. I already messed it up. Now we're evil robots. Um, we're the of villains evil... of the piece now. Spe- oh, so, oh, speaking of evil robots, uh, thank you to the. We had two people actually reach out. Um, one on our Instagram who was like, "Hey, pretty sure that the blue metallic thing that was described yes. is a hiking sign," and they 
just kind of described like it looks a lot like one. and then another person on our twitter like gave specific images of like a blue yeah. horse riding sign yes commonly yes used. and it made so much sense i'm sorry i don't have these people's names but the, the comment is i think that's it most recent instagram post and i did retweet the uh um yeah i think i also retweet that yeah retweet that's not that's not that is not it <laughs> It's retweet. Jeez, Louise. Um, but thank you. Thank you to the folks who did reach out. I didn't check the email, uh, but thank you, folks, for explaining things I'll that check it one day. two mid, uh, over mid-20s women probably should have been able to figure out, but whatever. <laughs> we do go outside. Maureen just said about how she went outside, so we promise we yeah, do. Yeah, no, I go outside a lot. I just... I just I, we don't, I don't go horseback riding? Maybe that's our flaw? I've only done it once, and I found out I was allergic to them, so... My, where I come from, the horse trail signs are brown and square. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Trying to think about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're, we're, we're in what might be the new Thunderclan camp. Oh, right. Yeah. We what just... Squirrel Flight really thinks is. Yeah. She's, she's big into this and we just, I think the only person we're still looking for, is, or the only clan I should say we're still looking for is, um, Wing Clan, but we saw some promising hills. Yeah, we're like, oh, they're gonna be in those hills. I don't, I, we're not I don't worried. know if we should stick around here too long because we didn't stick around with the other places too long to like investigate no, every didn't. single square inch. And I know we're the main characters, uh, so we but, might. Like... <laughs> but I, I guys, we should probably move on or switch uh, perspectives entirely and check out what the medicine cats are up to. Well, we're not quite there yet. Oh. Um. So Squirrel Flight is nosing around the gap between the walls, and she asks if Brambleclaw's okay. He's limping. Oh, what do you do? There's a thorn in his paw. Well, he's oh. a thorn after Squirrel Flight fell, like rushing oh, right, through the he, brambles. Like, he's like, out oh jeez, like, just like threw his body as fast as he could. Yeah, yeah, as you do. I don't blame him. I love her too. <laughs> right? I would also do anything for this gal. Yeah, you would. Um, I would. Squirrel Flight is able to get the thorn out, and he's like, wow, you could be a medicine cat. And she's like, yeah, okay, bro. And she's like, oh, um, thanks. That's like a weird she thing laughs. to say. She laughs, but it dies as she looks into his eyes. Oh. He doesn't like it here, does he? Boo-hoo. What? Claus says it's not that. He just... He, he'd hoped to find a camp exactly like the one they oh left behind. Oh my god. Who is... This guy's annoying now. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Something about Bramblecaw between this... I, I think it's being in his head. Being in his head, he just is like... Not good. I don't know. Maybe it's the rose-colored glasses we have looking at him through, like, literally anyone Squirrel else. Squirrel flight's eyes. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I just am like, what do you see in this? He's just kind of a wet mop. Um... And that's saying something because I'm pretty critical of of Crowfeather, but like Crowfeather's girlfriend actually died. I know, like I have my critiques yeah. of their relationship, but like obviously he loved her and she did love him. It was that's the one thing I do like about Crowfeather. Uh, yes, it and was their relationship. It was Crowfeather, was, which is his name and the I know a little name, a little I hard, guess. a little confusing. Is it is their their feelings were mutual? Yeah, but like. I guess Brambleclaw has some stuff to be mopey about, but I didn't. I mean, I right now, he's smarter than this. Like he's just kind of stupid. 
I mean, I think I think that's kind of the issue with anybody's perspective we have is they kind of get this like they get dumped they're, down. They're kind of trying little. to hit you over the head. Yeah, they're trying to kind of hit you over the head with every single point and in the I, writing. And I and I suppose we still miss it sometimes, or I do. So yeah, and I guess I guess this kind of okay. Oh, maybe I was a little harsh because he is being very vulnerable with the person he cares about. He's admitting yes. that he still misses their home, which I will say is very valid. We, sh- I, yeah, okay. I'm being a little harsh. They're going through a lot right now. That's He's got true. a lot of pressure on him specifically because Fire. He just got home. He just led them there, and Firestar's like, "Hey, go find us a new home now. Bye." Yeah, but have fun on your trip. Okay. Find us a new home. Squirrel Take flight, care of my daughter. Squirrel flight. Help help us find some positives, girl. I I know she's going to help us. Well, out. yes. Well, he's afraid she's going to think he's being ridiculous. But she presses her muzzle affectionately against his. And she says there isn't a cat in the clan who wouldn't want their old home back. But it's gone. Yeah, just wait a and couple generations how to live and everyone here. will forget about our old place. They'll be like, what old place? What fifth clan? <laughs> Well, doesn't he think this hollow would make a good camp? Two legs don't come here and there's no sign of thunderpaths. It is a lot of pressure to decide where you're going to live for like the next until you die. Uh in like Until everybody dies. Till your children die, till their children die for countless forever. Well that's yeah, that's kind of the <sighs> thing. And we also still don't even know if we can talk to our god yet here. So mm-hmm. I was just going to be like, it's not like they can get up and move. I it's a, it's it reminds me of a disagreement I had with a group of friends where, um, you know, I I own my place, and they all mm-hmm. rent, and I have to be like, listen, I got to make the best out of where I live because I cannot just get up and move. I no, like I'm here, I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I it but to make that I to make that decision in a week is a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Brambleclaw looks into her eyes and knows that he brought with him from the forest everything that was truly important. Your love? Yeah. Her. He's her. <laughs> and I guess everybody else that he loves. Gross. I just think I just, I, I don't know. I think Brambleclaw doesn't have any bullies now that his dad is dead. Well, his dad was always kind of dead. And I guess we- Squirrel uh, flight bullies him. And, uh, his sister isn't around enough to give him enough crap, and his other legitimate bully, which is his brother, half-brother from a different clan, um, is just, like, not very good at being... Well, no, he's very good at being a bully, but he's not around enough, so I have to be the bully. <laughs> yeah, okay, Like, Firestar was him. being humbled left, right, and center. Yeah. And now, in this book, in the last book, Bram McClough was being humbled all the time, because <laughs> his sister was there. But now... I don't know. I think we're gonna find Squirrel Flight humbles him a lot. Okay, I'm ready. She, she, she likes this boy a lot, but she, I don't. She's Firestar and Sandstorm's daughter. Okay, she's gonna tell it like it is. That's true. And not listen to him if he's wrong. Okay, I will try to not be a Bramble Claw bully, as well. <laughs> no, I mean you can. Oh. You can. Okay. I'll get to that later. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, um, she's right, and uh, he leans into her warm fur. He couldn't have done this without her. She knows that, doesn't she? Yes. 
Squirrel Flight licks his ear. Stupid furball. That's why I forced myself to come on this quest, because I just knew at some point you were going to have a panic attack in the woods. Brambleclaw returns the lick and freezes as something approached through the gap. Is it the other cats? It's Crowfeather with a vole. Yeah, I know. Like, they're all still here with you. I like how they just forgot. Well, they had been gone so long, they thought a fox might have gotten them. Brambleclaw says they're fine. And Squirrelflight says that if a fox had gotten her, they would have heard about it. Don't worry. <laughs> Guys, a, a, a fox got me. And she's like, you guys would have heard me scream from three miles away. Yeah. It would have gone from not your business to your business so fast. It would have been. I would have made it your business so loudly. Yeah. Like, that's something I excel at, is making it your problem. Yep. She's very good at that. Well, Squirrelflight asks what he thinks of the Thunderclan camp. Here? Crowfather looks around. It's okay if they want to be closed in like this. Yeah, tactical advantage. Thank you, Crowfeather. He says, easy to defend, but it wouldn't do for WindClan. Squirrelflight isn't offering it to WindClan. No, I think, honestly, guys, guys, I think we need to reinterpret this. Hang on, let me put it through my Crowfeather reinterpreter. Yeah, I think it suits you guys. That's why I hate it. There we go. (laughs) Crowfeather interpreter. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Mistyfoot and Tawny Pelt come into the hollow. No foxes or badgers. Pretty sheltered, Mistyfoot remarks. Tawny Pelt says they need to be careful. If two legs made this place, how will they know they won't come back? We'll kill them. I really think we don't <laughs> we don't examine the murder two legs option enough. I don't know how they know, but they know that if they did that, it would go end very poorly. I just, I just think the errands need to just get a little more imaginative. In the Olympic Mountains, one mountain goat killed one man and they took all of the mountain goats off the mountain. Okay, but people also die from fridges. I am saying, I am saying. <laughs> the, the thing oh, wait, is, also. I'm saying we could, if these cats thought about it, or maybe if the Aaron's thought about it, these cats could murder a person and also not get caught. I, I, if they're if hungry enough, really... what's going to be left behind? Oh my god. And then what people are going to think, oh my god, feral cats. They're going to be looking for something much bigger. Alright, and I would just like to add that the mountain goats in the Olympic Mountains were an invasive species brought by people a hundred years ago, and were oh, destroying I mean, also the ecosystem. Uh, guys, I uh, hate to break it to you, but, but cats are also an invasive species. Okay. Yes. I, I yes, am just saying, so what I am saying, what I am saying, for them. okay, what I am saying is you're you're keeping it in reality, Maureen. Come with me. Onto I the, am. Come with me onto the Bridge of Imagination. Okay. Crossover. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming slowly, but surely. This is a tall What bridge. I'm saying is this is a series where we've had a mountain lion in a place where it should not be. We could have the That's cats. That's true. But raccoon dog. I know. We could have the cats. <laughs> you're, okay, get. You're still on the side of realism. Get over on the bridge okay, of sorry, imagination. Sorry, sorry. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming all the way now. Is, imagine there's no guns because we've not really had guns yet. We could. Ooh, we have. Haven't. Guns have not oh, been proven but also to this is the Warriors Europe. Cats universe, to my recollection. Um, I don't think there's as many guns in England. Uh, hunters definitely have them. We've definitely run into hunters. 
That's true. So, because there are hunters in England. It, it does exist. It's just more regulated in a different way. What I am saying is... We, we, I think we, I think 50 feral cats could kill a person. Yeah, I'm sure they could. I just, we just 50 haven't... feral cats with a goal? Yeah. 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 If it could kill a horse, they could kill a person. Maybe that's what series eight is going to be. There we go. Who knows? I, I'm just saying not here the yet. fallout of murdering a two-leg would be phenomenal to watch um, these cats take over fantasy England. Because I think once they figure out that two legs can't stop them, unstoppable. Unstoppable. So that's probably why the errands. They don't want them to be too OP. They're going to be like, they're going to be like, wow, those houses they're in are really nice. Why don't we take them? Yeah. Anyway, let's stop, stop, let's stop writing the darker version of Warrior Cats where they just- Warrior Cats' darkest timeline? (laughs) Yeah. Then everybody's going to be afraid of their own cats. You can't give the kids that. Well, no, kitty pets would side. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be a kitty pet war. How crazy oh. would that be? Because I do think kitty pets outnumber the warrior cats. Probably. I mean, definitely. As a whole, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, Squirrel Flight assures her it's been seasons since two legs have been there. But Brambleclaw unsheaths his claws. Because it's too easy for him to imagine. But ThunderClan would be mouse brain not to use a place that seemed to have everything they needed. In the end, it would be Firestar's decision. So it's not all on him. He's like, well, Dad's going to make the final call. Mistyfoot asks if they're ready. It's way past Sun High. Brambleclaw didn't know where they were or how to get back to the lake. But the ground slopes up so they may be able to see it with some height. The patrol starts to leave the hollow, and Squirrel Flight stops and looks back. We'll come back, won't we? She asks so quietly that Brambleclaw wasn't sure she was talking to him. Yes, he says anyways, touching his muzzle to her ear. Okay. He thinks that they will. She got really attached to this place really fast. She fell into it, I mean, you know. <laughs> it had to be for something, she right? Bond- she trauma-bonded with the dirt. Yes. Like, I took a tumble. This tumble has to mean something. Yeah. If it doesn't, I'll just feel silly, so please. Crowfeather calls for them to come on. They want to be back before it gets dark. Well, wait, we still And gotta- he didn't say it. Crowfeather, we But they the do still have to find it. Oh, yeah, he didn't oh, that's say it. What, okay. He didn't say it out loud, but he they do still have to find a place for Wing Clan. Crowfeather's done a great job so far walking the line. He hasn't earned any points yet, negative or positive. Yeah. But he has held back. He wasn't very mean about how yeah. ugly their quarry is. No, he he was very nice about how I ugly do, their quarry is. I do is. like that he pointed out the tactical disadvantage, but uh kept that kind no, of No, he him. said easy to defend. Yeah, he. I don't agree though. I think it'd be. Oh yeah, no. It's it's shooting fish in a barrel, guys. You shouldn't. You want the high ground in a battle. But what I was going to say is, what do I know about cat warfare? But I've kind of read almost ten books about now about cat warfare. So maybe I do know a little. Maybe you do know a little. They'll always surprise. We'll, me, we'll though, find I'm out sure. when the inevitable cat wars keep happening. Yeah. God forbid we get along. Up the slope, Brambleclaw stops and looks back. The hollow was totally hidden, safe and secret in the surrounding forest. Except for those three idiots he brought in. (laughs) 
He had expected to feel more certainty when he discovered where his clanmates might live. There was something oppressive about this place, like the rocks themselves didn't quite welcome the newcomers. Oh my god, is are we go hmm. are we moving into a haunted quarry? Uh-huh. Haunted <laughs> quarry? With oppressive rocks? I mean, I feel like a quarry could be haunted. Yeah, why the heck not? Alright, I am now under the impression that this quarry is haunted and I will not be told different. Do it. They walk through the forest. The trees thin out until they can see open stretches of moorland. Brambleclaw calls to Crowfeather and asks what he thinks. Crowfeather's eyes gleam as he tastes the air. Rabbits! Right, that's Wind Clan sorted it's out. Wabbit says weak. They oh can god, go back now. Oh my god, Elmer Fudd, I'm such a huge fan. I didn't know you did Crowfeather's voice. Hey, why aren't you doing Elmer oh Fudd god. for uh, Crowfeather? I'm so sorry. I don't know if I could sustain that. Oh, okay. Coward. I am. <laughs> Crowfeather shoots her a glare. She's joking, she's joking. Let's find somewhere for his camp. <laughs> she's like, alright, there's rabbits here, we can leave. You got it. But, um, That's, I mean... But the, <laughs> but the sun is setting. Brambleclaw says awkwardly that actually we they, they probably should get back. Tallstar could send a patrol tomorrow? He's sorry, but they really should head straight across this ridge to the edge of the lake. Aww, Wind Clan. Ooh, I can't believe it's wind so all Wind Clan. That's so mean. We spent so much time on your guys' idiotic places. Yeah. Crowfeather's tail twitches. He stands and studies the hillside. He says it's okay. Brambleclaw's right. They should head back. There's a guarded look in his eyes. Like, maybe he doesn't seem sorry that the other cats won't be exploring WindClan's new territory. Honestly, no. He, they're right. He's like, I'm about to find the most secretest secret fort you guys ever heard of. We're about to dig so many well, tunnels. It, it hurts Brambleclaw's heart. Crowfeather was so loyal to his clan... He's not surprised that he's the first to start setting up old barriers. Yep. Aww. No, this is good. He's doing what he should be doing. Yeah. Yeah, oh, 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 man. What a loss. We're losing Crowfeather's glimmering friendship. Wow. <laughs> what a, what, what a sad day indeed. As they're crossing the ridge, they come across a spot where the ground fell away. A hollow formed by weather and time. It was edged with gorse, sheltered from the wind, but not closed in. Crowfeather I... insists that he can explore this possible camp on his own while the others continue ahead. I feel like he's like, don't Like, don't we don't in. smell anything. Don't come in. Right, don't come in. Don't come in. This is going to be my house. I don't like guests. Oh, he's like, I, I, I've been saving my pee for just this. <laughs> I'm shy around others. Oh, I meant more. He's just like, uh, 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 doesn't he's like uh, obsessive about making sure it's perfect oh that's fair too well Mistyfoot says she hopes he's right about there not being any foxes or two legs as he leaves on his own 
and Brambleclaw wonders if maybe he should have consulted Mistyfoot before letting Crowfeather run off. And he's about to defend Crowfeather, but Mistyfoot cuts him off. She speaks gently and tells him it's all right. She can see how much these cats respect him. It's something to be proud of, not apologize for. Few cats are born leaders, but she thinks that he is. Brambleclaw blinks at her. That's a really big compliment for this kid. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever said anything that nice to him ever. Yeah, Firestar's really careful not to say anything quite like that to him. Yeah, I mean, can you blame Firestar, really? No. And also can't blame Mistyfoot for, like, not holding back. Though, I mean, of all people, Mistyfoot has a reason not to say anything, so I do think it's a pretty big thing that she did. But also, I would say she had less, like, like... Tiger Star's, like, whole thing was pretty awful for her, but when it comes to, like, a personal vendetta of this guy was actively always trying to murder me, that only happened, like, for one season of her life. Not the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it seems strange for a RiverClan cat to make such a... to make this kind of judgment about him. And... He wonders what Mistyfoot thinks of his half-brother, Hawkfrost. I hate him, but... Was Tigerstar's other son a born leader, too? No, he's ugly. I mean, well, he's not, but... Huh! He's, like, he's he's definitely not. They've made a point to say he's not, but... His heart is ugly. <laughs> he's he's very hot. We've already established that. I know, I just... His nickname's Hot Frost, so... <sighs> we all know. Uh, you do. I don't. I mean, he looks like Brambleclaw. Oh, okay. I mean... <laughs> they can see Horse Place from the ridge. Squirrelflight bounds forward and the others follow. Crowfeather catches up to them at the bottom of the hill. He said it was great. There's a tunnel that might lead to an old badger set, but the badgers are long gone. Oh. The sun is setting as they skirt Horse Place. There's no two legs or dogs. Just one big horse. <laughs> I'm Okay, alright, everyone come with me. We're going over the Imagination Brain. Or uh, the Imagination Bridge again. Actually, we're not going to go over the Imagination Bridge. We're going to go over the Horse Bridge. Because I just want to go into this horse's brain real quick. Okay. Dum, dum, dum. Oh, I'm eating grass. I'm having a good day. It's a nice day. It's warm again. What? That's a lot of cats. Oh, it's not my business. I'm eating grass again. Oh, what the heck? That's less cats, but they're moving real fast. Oh, well. <laughs> and then, uh, let's fast forward to a possible future. Man, those cats are really beating the crap out of each other, huh? <laughs> like, I... I'm glad there's a fence here. I, I just want to imagine every romantic liaison every secret meeting from now on every like hunt for an uh like evil person uh this horse is seeing it yeah what's that talking we want a book from from this horse's perspective uh mr ed yeah so this is mr ed and he's just like wow these cats have a lot of issues a lot of interpersonal things smacking on that peanut butter someone could someone could if someone, like, told them to go to therapy. Nope, nope, they won't talk to me. I'm, I'm just, just, I'm just saying. 
Don't look at me like that. I am not a snack. <laughs> Tangle Tongue, I heard what you. But I heard. Snack. You, I heard. Tangle Tongue, I heard what you said last episode about them eating me. I did not forget. <laughs> a horse never forgets. Yeah, I, that's how the saying goes, right? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it goes. Or something about look in their mouth if you want a prize. No, you're not supposed Stick to your whole look hand a in a horse's horse in the mouth, mouth and they'll give you a gift. Yes, yes that's okay. exactly what they say. That is exactly the what you're supposed to do. The gift is less Thank you, horse. Squirrel flight jumps when it lets out a noisy breath. <laughs> See? See? He was like, oh, what? Where, where'd, where'd all the rest of the cats go? And then she hisses to hide how startled she had been. Whoa, Nellie, don't need to be getting that. Now, that, now what, what kind of language is that, young lady? I'm sorry, I should not assume your gender. What kind of language is that, young, 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 thi- young, young cat? Kitten, that's the word, kitten. What kind of language is that? <laughs> Do you want to hit me with a cat fact? Ahoy! Once again, folks, uh, all aboard the SS Loud Belly, because that's what we named it last time, the only cruise that sails, uh, uh, in your mind and is dedicated to cat facts and cat destinations I do want to say my notes say desiccated my bad we're not desiccating but anyway uh, no. back to my customer service and I, I'm on a boat voice <laughs> from the shores of Amsterdam this week we are headed to the island of Japan the island that's a long boat ride I ask that no one thinks too deeply about the literal route this cruise is taking. We are having fun. It's a great cruise, I'm sure. We are having so much fun. I I'm literally glad wrote that long. in my notes, Maureen. I'm well, glad it's long. <laughs> that's enough chewing. I get to spend so much great time with you. And route doubting from you, uh, from these old sailors, let's drop our anchors, but not for too long, as we are going to visit Japan's not one, not two, but three cat islands. And oh my goodness. There might be more, but these are the only three I could find. Um, so I was not kidding. There are three islands in Japan that have a rather large cat population. Um, please forgive my pronunciation to follow. I did try to find the proper pronunciation because I just think that's the right thing to do. Um, but I like the pronunciation guides I found all of the ratings gave these pronunciations like one or two stars so and then didn't correct the pronunciation yeah so I'm gonna do my best from what I was able to find um but it may be incorrect please forgive me I do not speak Japanese but I am trying to be respectful um so the three islands are uh Tashiro Shirojima in the Miyagi prefecture Ayoashima in the Ahime prefecture and Aniyoshima in uh, Fukuoka, Pref- Fukuoka Prefecture. Sorry, that one I just kind of slipped up on. Um, so, one out of these three, I was able to get the most information in regards to Toshirojima and Ayoshima. Aiyoshima is relatively close to Ayoshima, but, like, when looking at a literal map, um, but... I'm fairly sure they're not the same place, um, and out of all these islands, they are really small and have a limited population. Um, in fact, mm-hmm. Toshirojima and Ayoshima would be considered terminal villages, 
which is a um, term in Japan for uh, places that uh, have um, where more than half the population uh, are over the age of 65. So it is oh. probably going to be a ghost town at some point. Um, mm-hmm. I sadly did not do not have a lot of information in regards to Ainoshima. Um, there is less um, there. It's less it's less than a half of a square mile of area to this island, and other being no, uh, otherwise than being noted that there are many feral cats that live there. I wasn't able to dig up uh, much about uh, how the cats got there or uh, how they're doing, um, but I do imagine. It, just because it's relatively close to Ayoshima, um, that they might have similar stories, which we're going to get into now. So, Ayoshima is only about a mile long. It was a fishing village uh, in the mid-1900s with a population of about uh, a thousand people. Uh, As we mentioned before, ships often uh, had cats on them to keep rodents at bay, and this is most likely how cats came to inhabit the island. Uh, They also might have been pets um, or you know, working cats, keeping rodents away from fish, um, Mm -hmm. for the village. Um, but however, as time, uh, passes, uh, the fishing industry changed and the population of this island, uh, decreased a lot. In 2019, it was reported that only six residents still live on this island. Um, with most of them being over the age of 75. Um, at one point, the cats outnumbered, um, the humans with a ratio of 36 cats to one human. Um, the most recent estimates like that ratio. Uh, have the cat population about 120 to 130 cats, which would be about 20 cats oh. per person if there's still those six residents. Um, the cats nice. are fed, um, uh, uh, feed themselves by hunting, you know, small rodents. And oftentimes tourists uh, visit regularly uh, with the decline of humans living on the island to care for the cats. In 2018, there was an effort to spay and neuter all the cats on the island so that the population of the cats could not grow further. Like, yeah. they're like, this is a responsible thing to do. We just got to make sure that the cats just don't fill this island and it, it will be bad. Yeah. Um, so by the end of the year, they managed to spay and neuter about 2,000 cats, which is... Wow. No, oh, jeez. I'm sorry. They managed to spay and neuter about 200 cats. Excuse me. Okay, that's a big difference. They managed to spay and neuter about 200 cats, which is higher than the reported populations of the cats. So it's a good thing that they, like, if you remember, they said there was like, oh, there's 120 cats. And then they ended up spaying and neutering 200. So it's a good thing yeah. that they did that. Um, yeah. However, <laughs> the initiative did state that they probably missed about 10 cats as they believed them to be hidden away by one of the residents that did not agree with the initiative. Oh, Which wow. I believe all cats should be spayed and neutered, especially in a situation uh, like this where it could endanger their quality of life. But I do think it's hilarious that a, a grandma grandpa was like, no, these cats should be allowed to do whatever they please. These cats need to be able to boing. Yeah, so I I, really? I I do think that is they were like these these ones in particular these ten these are the chosen cats. Um, these are my ten best. Uh, so that is uh one of but our still, islands, still Ayoshima, uh, an impact. And now we're gonna go uh further up north in Japan to Ch- uh Chishirojima. Um, this is the most popular cat island from my research. 
Um, and it's one of the largest islands out of the three, comparatively, which is why I think mm-hmm. they've been able to do a little bit more. And they have other touristy things that have drawn people in. Um, mm. This is over a mile in area with, with two villages on each side. Um, they are still dwindling uh, in human populations. Uh, the island started as a location for silk farming. Uh, and cats were brought there mm-hmm. during the Edo period to assist in keeping rodents away from their uh, precious silkworms. Um, yeah, that's what the the bobtails, right? Yeah, uh, and they actually mentioned that's these, one of the you know these cats the were eventually past... set free due to the rodent issue, like we discussed before in the uh, podcast. Um, yeah, and similar to Ayoshima, uh, Toshirojima had about uh, one thousand residents in the mid nineteen hundreds, but as times changed. Um, there was actually a tsunami that greatly affected their harbor oh. of one of the villages and the fis- fishing industry in 2011. So that did not help either. And as of 2015, mm-hmm. uh, there's approximately 80 people still residing on the island and about 150 cats living there. Um, so a little less, uh, uh, like, diverse. It seems like if the ratio seems a little bit closer to cats to human. Yeah. But a little bit bigger, but it is a bigger island, and there are two villages, not just one. Um, mm-hmm. So the residents and the tourists uh, care and feed for the cats, um, and the residents in particular, uh, they locally believe that the cats bring good luck, which is a Japanese belief that we've discussed also previously on the podcast. Um, and there is a vet that travels to the island at least every two months to check up on the cats. Oh, that's good. Yeah. In particular, uh, in tw- 2011, after that tsunami, that actually caused a parva outbreak because the cats were forced to go further oh, inland yeah. and were closer to each other. Um, but they were able to, uh, capture 80 of them and give them the vaccine. So they were able to stop that from, you know, getting really, really bad. Um, yeah. And, uh, it it seems that historically and local, uh, uh, currently that the locals do really love their cat population. Um, there is a small shrine in between the villages on the island dedicated to the cats, um, or dedicated to cats. I should say. And in the Miyagi prefecture, overall, there are approximately 10 shrines to cats and at least 51 small stone monuments that look like cats, showing that their love Aww. and respect for these animals does run deep. Um, and in what I read in particular, like that's a lot of cat shrines for like just this, this one prefecture, like comparatively. Yeah. So it seems that historically, uh, sailors and the silkworm trade, they appreciated the job that uh, cats were able to do for them. So, yeah, those are the three cat islands. I will say the first one that I mentioned, Ainoshima, um, that one is known as like uh, Cat Heaven Island, but that's also the name of a uh, documentary that was done about to Shirojima, so I'm not 100% sure if Cat Heaven Island is uh. the first one or the last one, but they all sound like Cat Heaven to me, because there's a bunch of cats. Yeah, sound like a place I'd like to go. Mm-hmm. And you can, if you visit there. Uh, if you, yeah. uh, When I was researching, I did find a lot of um, guides on how to visit um, these places if you're in the area. Yeah. I'd live there. That'd be a fun place to retire. I'm just going to retire and take care of an island of cats. You're like, I will learn enough Japanese to make sure I can feed and bathe myself. And 
just be like, hey, Japanese And then I will government. feed and bathe these cats. Do you guys want me to take care of your cats? And they're like, actually, no. We are hoping that their population ceases. Okay, but I'll take care of oh. them. Until that happens. Until then. <sighs> be living the dream. Yeah, I do appreciate the folks that still... Even though I think that yeah. person who hid those cats, I feel like they had the, their heart in the right place. They obviously loved their cats. Yeah. But, uh, you know, spay and neuter your cats, guys. Yeah. I mean, they still spayed and neutered 200 cats, which I'm sure makes a huge difference. Yeah. So. Especially because yeah, they believed so. there was only like 150. So I think that really helped. Yeah. Um, especially since that second island, Ayushima, um, that I, uh, from what I saw most of those residents I wasn't able to find like very recent numbers so who knows with COVID uh, how many people are still living on those islands but it does seem that tourists are taking are feeding them so and I believe Terashima was it um, Terashima um, there is food sent to the island as well um, donated so that's good all right, let's uh, All right. let's go back to the camp. All right, so we're um, walking along horse horse place. The, we got the scared by a horse horsey. place where the horse. Is. I feel like that's yep. gonna happen like a couple more times. We're gonna like be scared by a horse a couple times. Probably we probably were. I'm ready for it because I, I love him. Mr. Ed's now my favorite character. Oh well, say goodbye to him for the time being. Oh okay. Well, uh, it's Ed. now canon that Mr. Ed is part of the Warriors universe. Yes. I've never actually watched a lot of Mr. Ed, so we'll see how much that I complicates things. either. <laughs> Someone calls loudly. Who's there? Mistyfoot tells Hawkfrost that it's okay. Oh, it's only God. Leopard Star had sent him to find them. Follow him. No, don't trust Brambleclaw him. blinks. This is a trap. Ready for our boy to have some existential crisis? Multiple? He's going to have a few of these. I mean, I'm kind of used to it, because, like, it's a bit like being back in uh, Firestar's brain. Yeah. But also, I don't trust that he was actually sent here. No, he's loyal to his leader. But also, I don't think... He's pretty loyal. I don't think Leopard Star told any of the other leaders that she was sending one guy, because they would have sent others. Yeah, at least, like, Mudclaw and Black Star would have, like, Firestar would be like, okay, I, I trust my guys. And, then, <laughs> and my daughter. They're like, you actually already got to send an extra person, so we're allowed to send an extra person. And we're like, oh, jeez, okay. So it's strange to think that he and Hawkfrost were both sons of Tiger Star. They're alike in so many ways, but he struggles to feel any kinship or loyalty to him. No, that's... Hawkfrost was too quick to order cats around, too openly hungry for power. And it makes Brambleclaw ask himself questions of their shared inheritance that he would prefer to ignore. Hey, 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 Brambleclaw, can I just come here, come here, hey, champ, 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 come here, come here. I'm gonna put my hands on your shoulders. Listen to me, bud. You weren't raised by Tiger Star. of course you two are different! He was not raised by Tiger Star. You two were raised in totally different environments. Your closest family well, that you family or friends were severely traumatized by that dude. 
he's been told that that guy mm-hmm. was basically a god. Of course, you guys, like, you don't... Uh, why would you worry about not feeling kinship with that dude? That guy's a jerk. Don't worry about that. Well, he's more concerned with where did Hawk Frost's ambition come from? And did he share Tiger Star's hunger for power at any cost? Okay, oh, Hawk Frost? Uh, 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 and... Uh, no, oh, God. Brimacle, come here again. I'm going to tell you a secret, and it's actually going to blow your mind and get rid of a lot of problems that I think you're going to face in the next couple books. Some people just suck. Some people just suck. And I, I like that we're still trying to answer this question that we already answered in the last series, that your parentage does not decide your fate. I guess it's a theme. Let's do it again. It's like, I guess it's yeah. not a question we're trying to answer. It's a theme. But it's an annoying thing. Are we going to subvert it? Like, yeah, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, of course we're going to subvert it. We subvert it every time. Well, if he inherited inherited this from their father, what did that mean for Brambleclaw? Literally nothing. It just means that he's going to question every move he makes. Bro, judge by what you do. Alright, so they're led to where they had camped the day before. Uh, Firestar and Blackstar talking beside the tree stump, but otherwise it looks deserted. Oh. But Blackstar leaps onto the stump to call the clans together as soon as he saw the patrol. And cats just kind of emerge from hollows and clumps of long grass and low-hanging branches of trees. That's a cool magic trick. We should do that more. Yeah. We should. So Mudclaw forces his way to sit next to Blackstar on the stump, uh, forcing Leopardstar to stay on the ground again. And Firestar comes to stand in front of Brambleclaw to welcome them back. Firestar says one of them should come up on the stump so everyone can actually hear them. I think we should take turns. Mistyfoot, if she would. At least need one representative to tell about the patrol. So he's like, hey, Mistyfoot, you wanna? Oh, good, thank God. But Mistyfoot thinks that Brambleclaw should speak for the patrol. He has more experience describing unknown places. Okay, that's smooth. She's so funny. There's no edge to her words. That's why she's on the cover. She steps back to let him pass. And she thinks so quietly. Yeah, this is why she's so cool. She gets to be on the cover. Honestly, that's why, honestly, if I was one of the errands, I'd be like, I want to put Brenna. We can't keep putting uh golden flower on the the cover she she's not even mentioned in this book i'm like i want to pour on the cover she's a milf she was mentioned exactly once i know but i'm talking about like the last four <laughs> books she'd be on the cover and yeah like, oh Brenna, yeah. yeah no if you're an errand you have to pretend she doesn't exist i'm like and why we put misty foot on that cover <laughs> And they're like, oh, I get. They try to figure out an argument against it, but like, she's a bro in this book, so yeah. yeah. Well, Brambleclaw has to really squeeze in next to Blackstar and Mudclaw because this is a small stump, and those boys don't want to get off of it. Brimbleclaw is a little odd, feeling all these eyes on him, like, oh my god, everybody's, like, hanging on to every word I haven't even said yet, is this what a leader feels like? I don't even know what to do up here. Keep your pants, I'll make sure no one respects you. Dustpelt raises his voice impatiently. Get on with it, Brambleclaw, Dust tell Pelt. us what you found. Dustpelt, he's always there to humble you. <laughs> oh, he is. Brambleclaw wonders where he should start. 
Should he say that he didn't feel like the clans truly belonged in this territory no. despite Star Clan leading them here? Absolutely not. How easily how easily he could imagine two legs turning the ground to mud and shattering nope. their Jeez, camp walls. These are all bad places to start. Yeah, probably not. He, don't worry, he decides probably not. Okay, good. Because the caps didn't want to hear that. Yeah. No one else on the patrol seemed to share his doubt. They had proved the clans could live here. What more could he expect? So he tells them it's good news. They found territories favorable for all clans. Reeds and water for River Clan, Pine Forest for Shadow Clan, Leafy Woods for Thunder Clan, and Moorland for Wind Clan. There seems to be plenty of prey, despite it being leaf bare. And they saw some evidence of two legs visiting places around the lake, but none are there now. Thank God he had me scared there for a second that we were about to have. Right, like, like, like he was just going to go up there and be like, I don't think God is here. <laughs> and and that God doesn't exist. I actually kind of wish we had that drama because that'd be so funny. But that'd be very good. Uh, but it's probably for the best that doesn't happen because I actually couldn't handle it because it would be so stupid. Well, that's all, Brambleclaw says. Nice, nice. Strong strong finish, bro. Well, he suggests each of them tell their own clans what they saw in more detail. Smart. That's actually a smart, uh, a good, you know, is. good job to use your social anxiety work for you. Yeah. I don't want to talk anymore. We should all talk smaller. Mm-hmm. Small talk is what well, people might call it. Small talk. <laughs> Well, Blackstar says they need to decide where the boundaries will be. Right, Firestar says from beside Leopard Star. Oh, I thought we would just fight stump. over some rocks like we always did. Well, Firestar decides that we can do that once um, they all have a clearer understanding of each territory. Yeah. Brambleclaw is glad to leave the stump. He feels helpless as a kit next to the other leaders. Hawkfrost stares at him. And when Brambleclaw jumps down, comes to meet him. Oh. Brambleclaw braces himself for hostility or a challenge. But there's a friendly gleam in Hawkfrost's eyes. He thanks Brambleclaw for finding the new territories. And he's almost sorry that they'll be going their separate ways now. He would have liked to him. Yeah. Our separate ways, we haven't talked at all. Well, yeah, he's saying, well, maybe it would have been nice to hunt with you. This is weird. What are you planning? We're not friends. Bramble? Well, Brambleclaw blinks. Did Hawkfrost feel something like kinship with him? No. He's manipulating if you, they bro. Had, if they had been members of the same clan, would they have been friends like Firestar and Greystar? No, dude, dude, dude. They would have scar. It would have been a Scar Mufasa thing for real. It could still be a Scar... No, not a Scar Mufasa. It was gonna be... No, it would've been a Scar Mufasa thing. It might still be yeah. a Scar Mufasa thing, bro. It could still be a Scar Mufasa thing. Alright. I, I was just gonna say, this is really weird, and I do not trust it, and... Don't fall for it, Brambleclaw. <laughs> you get easily confused, and I don't want him to confuse you. Well, we'll meet at gatherings, Brambleclaw starts. Brambleclaw, what are you doing? Squirrelflight comes up to him, glaring at Hawkfrost. Firestar is waiting for them. Hawkfrost says, of course, Leopardstar will be waiting for him. And he walks away. 
Why are you talking to him? Squirrelflight demanded. I don't know. He knows Hawkfrost can't be trusted. Brambleclaw says he doesn't know anything of that sort. Squirrelflight snorts. Yeah, right. That cat has too much ambition for his own good. The fur on Brambleclaw's neck rises. Really? Squirrelflight says that he wishes Mistyfoot had never come back so he could still be deputy. She's heard him arguing with her more than once. Brambleclaw says he just wants what's best for his clan. And he feels like something in him understands just how Hawkfrost must have felt when Mistyfoot came back to take her place as deputy again. Why? What's comparable to that? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. What in your life? Squirrelflight insists. That's not it at all. No, sorry. Squirrelflight insists that that's not all. She can tell that Leafpaw doesn't trust him, and she knows him better. She was in the forest when he was deputy. Brambleclaw asks if she's ever asked Leafpaw why she feels that way. Squirrelflight doesn't have to ask her. She just knows how Leafpaw feels. Psychic sister connection. Yeah, honestly, though, um, don't, don't trust, what? What? Hawkfrost? Bramble, Brambleclaw narrows his eyes. So if she doesn't have anything against Hawkfrost except for what Leafpaw feels about him? Yeah. Because she's her sister, right? Well, Hawkfrost is my brother. Oh my god, this is about to be so stupid. Is he saying that he feels loyal to him because of that? Squirrelflight asks. He hardly knows him. Right. Neither does she, but apparently she still thinks he can't be trusted. Oh wow, (laughs) Um, this is stupid. Brambleclaw unsheaths his claws and sinks them into the ground. Or is she accusing Hawkfrost because of who his father is? Oh my god! (sighs) Squirrelflight's eyes grow wide. If that's what he thinks, then he doesn't know her at all, she hisses. What in the And she whirls around and stalks away, her tail high. Right? You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna throw, you're gonna throw this all away for Hawkfrost? Hawkfrost? Because you have these same issues, Brambleclaw. You were literally just thinking about this. And the guy, the guy has said three sentences to you. Brambleclaw stares after her in dismay. They had always fought since she had become an apprentice. But he had never expected such cold dislike in her voice. Yeah, because you have the spine of a Twizzler. Like, (laughs) who who lets themselves be shaken to their core because a guy... No, 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 this is what it is. He's so desperate to replace Stormfur, a a brother-like guy says something nice to him, and he's like, oh gosh, I guess I have to project all of my manly affection towards my my half-brother now. I guess, uh, since this is the first male uh, presence in my life to show me friendship, who is around the same age as me, um, I now have to I now have to go to bat for him with my life. But the thing is, dude, Hawkfrost is not Stormfur. No, Hawkfrost is maybe the antithesis of Stormfur. That's the only thing I can think that would make this situation make sense. 
and they're trying to pin it on this. He's he's doubting himself and trying to defend his own honor by projecting. But in reality, I don't know if they're trying to play it that way. I'm, but what I is think the play then here? Because it doesn't make any sense. Well, that's my brother. That's the play. That is. I it? don't know. We're gonna find out. I guess we'll see. We'll see what the play is. We got a. You know, we're we're only on chapter. We're only done with chapter four. We still hey, got Aaron's, quite a few it's not good. Of this book and two whole books. Aaron's, it's not good. It's dumb. Hey I girls, s- hey hey women, it's dumb. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna make you more angry. Oh. Let me finish these three bullet points, and then you can scream again. Icy claws prick at his spine. If Squirrelflight distrusted Hawkfrost because of who his father is, did that mean she didn't trust him? Bro? She- you insinuated that and she literally said- she basically said, no, that is not what I think, you dumb boy. I just- I'm sorry. Like, she I got was mad. Listening. I was just silent because I was rolling my eyes so hard that they ended up back in the front. Right? Like- like, you said that, and she said no. Like, no, that is not... Like, she didn't say no, that's not what I think, but she insinuated that so hard that she basically hit you over the head with it like a rock. Um, And you still think that, bro? That's still your takeaway here? Is that she doesn't like him because Tiger Star is his father? Because that's not it. It's almost like you didn't listen to her. Oh, wow, maybe that's a theme. Oh, Jesus. Watch it get worse. I don't. I. Oh God. Oh God. I'm about. I was gonna. I was joking earlier about becoming Brambleclaw's worst bully. And it's not a joke, guys. So I'm about to be the number one Brambleclaw bully. It's okay. He could probably use it. Hey. Um. Let's reset. Uh. I'm set. You know what? Crowpod. Crow. Crowfeather gets a another half point. Oh, yeah? Just because. Just for not being Brambleclaw? Yes. <laughs> just for not being Brambleclaw in this moment. He just benefits. Um, did you get through all your bullet points? Or No, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, no, those were the three. The claws, Holy the squirrel flight. The- oh, does she not trust me? Yeah. What a character yeah, assassination. Yeah. Yep. And he did it himself. Yep. I'd almost be impressed if it wasn't so stupid. It gets so much dumber, trust me. Oh, God. I'm so but I'm going to get really angry about this because I love my girl. And Brimble Club was like a character. What happened? His character was so much potential in the last one. And I feel like we just did a whole 180 and then a dive. Yeah. I thought we dealt with this. I thought we dealt with this in the last series. But did we deal with it hard enough? Yes! It, we, it really, it really, honestly, this storyline did not need further ex- exploration. Oh. Well, what do you think the rest of this half of the series, the <sighs> series is about? I'm gonna throw up. Okay. 
Yeah. I'm really excited for the rest of this. Um, if you guys are excited as us, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. mm. uh, follow <laughs> us on Twitter or Instagram at WCDITCast. Uh, or if you want to contact us directly, you can email us at WCWITCast at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, you can recommend it to a friend and say, hey, remember the podcast I was talking about? Um, be ready for them to bully the crap out of the main character. <laughs> um, and also, in a fair way, it's deserved. And you know who deserves it going forward? Some cool, some cool cat moments. Some cool cat yeah. moons on an island, and also just Misty Foot being cool. <laughs> Misty Foot just kind of being a bro. Yeah. We love Misty Foot. Because I'm Amber Hart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Warrior Cats.